It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. everyone and welcome back to the Super Rugby Podcast slash the Rugby World Cup Podcast 2019 with your host Damien Warren and Toby Harris. I did, hey. <laughs> I did hey, not let you going. get in there you like know. you did last week. <laughs> sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. Um, mate, some wonderful, wonderful start to the Rugby World Cup. Yeah, God. In- interesting well, start. I, we say wonderful start, but I would have picked been a, a better opener than Japan versus Russia? Was it Russia that yeah, they played? Yeah, it was Russia. I would have picked a more appropriate game. Maybe, maybe Japan versus Scotland. Scotland. That, that would have been, been a great a, game, wouldn't it? That would have it? been a cracker. But you kind of had to give it to the Japs to actually win one first, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I suppose you... you, know? you <laughs> You've got to give them a given. You, you, you think of the first game last time round? Was it England-Argentina? Who played? I think it might have been England-Argentina and england England won, didn't they? England won? Did, or did England just lose? I think they did just win, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, there's been some great games. First <laughs> of all, we're going we're gonna to actually look at those games and we're going to give some reviews on them. Yes. For me, probably the highlight was the Australian versus the Fijian game. And it was a right tough tussle. Is that a highlight of yours? Yeah, I think it was great. It was that almost <coughs> upset that I spoke about. That might be unfortunately it for the Fijians. Well, what are you looking like that for? They, it, they were in it for the first half. They were, they in, were it. in it for 40, 40, 40 to 50 minutes. They were in it for 60 minutes. You think, you know, if it wasn't for Reese Hodge, if Reese Hodge went off for a shoulder charge, yeah. direct contact to the head, then it could have been a very, very interesting game. Can I just say that the referees have had shockers? Well, that's something we're going to go on to a little bit later, but you're absolutely right. But it was a tight match. If Reese Hodge had gone off with a red card, I'm not 100% convinced Fiji still would have won. No, they wouldn't. It just shows that the the depth of squad makes a huge difference because the Fijians did look good for a lot of that match. 
Other highlights, of course, was the New Zealand versus African match. I think anyone watching that, the neutrals would have been a little little bit of a dour second half, maybe. Yeah, it was a bit flat. But it was still tense. It was a, it was a good <laughs> test match, as some would say. It was very tense for us yeah. watching, wasn't yeah. it? I was, sh- I was shaking all morning. And while I watched it, it was just, it, I, I didn't enjoy watching it. No, this was a little bit like the final for me last year. Uh, not last year, last World Cup. When Australia, even we looked quite comfortable, but even being comfortable, got, it wasn't very nice. It, it wasn't they? until Bowden Barrett scored that try, that try, really, that I was like, "Oh, thank God, we've we've definitely won it now. Yeah. We've definitely won it now." Uh, apart from that, I, I, I'm not sure whether the first round of matches really brought to the table what we would have wanted. The disappointment might have been Ireland versus Scotland. Ireland did play well. Ireland played really well. Scotland yeah. did struggle to get anything going. Yeah. I saw quite a funny thing on the uh, on the Facebook, <laughs> and um, and it, it sort of it, it went. Uh, the Scottish boys went out uh, to to training. Sort of said to the police, "Oh, there's this funny white substance on the field." And then the policeman came out. Guys, that's the try line. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good joke for yeah, you, mate. Well, <laughs> well, it wasn't my joke. That's why. <laughs> Yeah, they really struggled, didn't so they? they? Yeah, so they I'm not, not sure whether well. Ireland were really impressive or Scotland were really disappointing. I think it was a mixture of both, maybe. Ireland were very clinical and they they did the basics really well. And then Scotland just didn't turn up at all. Did you also notice that Sexton looked really skinny in that game? Chicken like legs. Chicken legs, eh? Yeah. And, I'm, and we've watched them many times before. Is that because he's been unwell? Is that because he's been injured? He hasn't been able to hit the gym. I don't know. But he did look noticeably skinnier. Yeah, I know, yeah. How Maybe think he played. I think he controlled the game really nicely. I think yeah. that that's the biggest thing with Sexton is Harry controls the game. Yeah. And he gets his back line moving. And although they're not really the most attractive team to watch at the moment. They get the job done. They do get the job done. And they play a very stifling, suffocating yeah game which you just saw you know everything that Scotland threw at them which wasn't a lot to be fair no. wasn't exactly the kitchen sink <clears throat> uh they they managed to cope with very very easily and then yeah, they, did. they just turned the screws They'd, and as you say very good set piece yeah and they just put pressure on a little bit like I, I Wales I said great set piece but thank you <laughs> <laughs> and Wales are very similar that's how yeah, they play Wales, who did Wales play come on Georgia yeah exactly not the hardest of games but they did put Quite a, few a, a good amount of points yeah. on, yeah. So other games that we've got to go through was the obviously the Fijian was a tight one. The French, oh, the French versus the Argentinian. That was a good game. That was a good game. And how well did France do? I mean, they first half. It was they the got best me first half that I've seen France play in a very long time. I would almost oh, say here we go. Ever? No, no, you would not. <laughs> I would. Oh, why would, I would you say I, that? I just think that they, they just, you know, they've they've moved away a little bit from these massive players, and it looks like they've gone back to playing some really nice, attractive yeah. rugby, and it's not all about having twenty five stone almost forwards. Um, Southern Hemisphere esque style of rugby. Yeah, super rugby to a certain yeah, degree, and it, and it went in swings and fits or. It didn't quite click at times, but I think sometimes it, it looked. It definitely clicked the first half, didn't yes. it? Oh. First half of them, they looked amazing. Yeah. And that worried t- me. Did, did they tire? 
I think naturally what they played so so well first half and they had the break. Yeah. And it gave and we see it all the time, don't we? It is, you know, they say it's a game of two halves and it, and it really, yeah. really was. It's quite cliche, but carry on. Yeah, it was cliche and it's, it's very, very true. And they just came out of the sheds yeah. and there's no way they could play as well as that with with that break in between. No, I agree. They they almost needed to get rid of half time and just play on, didn't they? They did, yeah. Absolutely. Um, Samoa versus Russia, which was today, was a pretty brutal affair. Did Think- you see the halftime score? Yeah, it was pretty tight. 6-5 to <laughs> Russia. No one would have picked that. Imagine what that was paying at the TAB. Yeah, that, that would definitely be playing, paying, yeah, playing, playing. Uh, yeah, a good amount, amount of money. Yeah, so, so imagine if Russia had... But Samoa's second half. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. I mean... I think we kind of look at Samar in a very, you know, nice halo way that we we love them to win and we love the yeah. way they play. But they're not really the team that they were in previous World Cups. I think the professionalism of of the of rugby has moved away from them. Yeah, it has. and is playing into the Japanese hands a bit more. Even the Fijian hands, how they take their sevens very seriously. They probably have a little bit more access to some of their players through the year, which means they gel a bit better. But the Samoans are almost still, it's like the Tongans, they're, they're, they're throwing throw, together. They're, they're Exactly, they're throwing in together to play. They're good mates and they have a bit of fun. And sometimes... It's a bit like us, mate, isn't it? I don't have Apart from the good either. mates part. <laughs> but, the, you know, sometimes that clicks and sometimes that works. Do you know really interesting going, yeah, going to the stats point of view? Because over the Super Rugby season, what we picked out was that a key element of performance was turnovers won. Yes. And we almost, without exception, yeah, the team that won the turnover won, won the, the game. game. So I'm going to give you some stats, okay? So for the Australian-Fijian game, now Australia won yes. this game, there was 14 turnovers to 12. So still pretty close. It was yeah. a close game. Now, France... No, no, it wasn't a close game. It was a close game. What was the final score, Dan? I can't remember. It was like 40 points to 30. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Like no. It was a close game. It was a close, close first half. All right, okay. Okay. So anyway, Australia won that narrowly. France, Argentina. Was that a close game? Was that close enough for you? Very close. There you go. <laughs> that, was, that was close enough. 16 turnovers to 14. Right. A lot of turnovers there. New Zealand, South Africa. Was that a close game? Yes. Ish. Close-ish. Close-ish. So 13 turnovers to New Zealand, 18 turnovers to, to wow. South Africans. Which I found very interesting, considering that you look at the loose forwards, yeah. or even the forwards of New Zealand, and how they've basically picked four loose forwards, yeah. and they didn't turn over as much ball as, as South Africa. No, but their our loose forwards running game was so much better than yeah they South uh, Africans. Yeah. I mean, you know, Ali Savia, amazing, oh, oh my gosh. amazing. How he did not get player, player of the, the match, day. player, player, player of the day, of day. so the day. so <laughs> junior some oranges with that mate. <laughs> <laughs> but player of the match, like yeah, Bowden Barrett. You know, that, I, that was a bit of a surprise to yeah. me because he mean, was Bowden Barrett played pretty well, but he did, yeah, Ali Savia was outstanding. He was, I agree. Scotty Barrett, outstanding. Had a good game. There's a lot of good, good, good performances yeah. in that. Hey, Colby, South Africa. Oh, unbelievable, 
Unbelievable. Put a black shirt on him. Bloody hell. What a winger he is, eh? His footwork is better than a bloody ballet dancer. <laughs> Am I right? You're very right, mate. <laughs> Going back to it, all right? So, again, turnovers yep. one. Ireland, 12. Scotland, 16. What? I know. Scotland got absolutely mullered. <laughs> and they won the turnover. <laughs> and they won the turnover. It's kind of throwing our theory, well, my theory. It's thrown two yeah. games. <laughs> it, it, yeah. It was. It is interesting though because what it does show a little bit is that some of the defenses are so good yes. that even with turnover ball, you struggle. I think with the Scotland game, they just couldn't execute anything. Set piece was not good. They you kind know. of every time they had an opportunity, they kind of lost it, didn't they? I mean, it was awful weather, but so you know. They're professional athletes. It wasn't. It was bad weather in the second half. First half, it was all right. I mean, the one thing they are saying is it's so humid over there that even though it looks nice on the TV, it's actually you're sweating. Re- sweating well, like the a ball is so slippery. Yeah, they've even been training with baby oil on the balls. Yeah, I've, I've heard that. I've seen uh, Aaron Smith put the ball in a bucket of water. And then pick it out like it's at the bottom of a ruck. Yes, yeah. I, they've been do, in South Africa. Were the first team that I ever saw do that. This was many, many yeah. years ago. Just shows how far the game has gone. Yeah, that they kind of need to do those things. Anyway, that is the review of all the games. I mean, highlight for us obviously was New Zealand's winning that game. But you know, there was a few little little glimpses of what the future World World Cup was gonna yeah. was gonna hold. But up next, we're going to talk about the big matches coming up. Whoa, hey Damien, mate, we, we, we're going to talk about the big matches, but what about the England Tonga game? I mean, we're not that interested in it, but we should talk about it. Hey, although you are wearing a lion's top. Oh. No, 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 no. The no. lions, mate, the lions, no. if you like your rugby, you like your lions. I like the lions tour, don't like the lions. I love the lions kit. Yeah. Do you know why I like the Lions kit so much? Because it's red and it looks like the Crusaders kit. Because it was free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, England Tongan match. I almost say what a waste of time. England, England, a good scoreline for England in the end, but I don't think anyone who hey, no, was... 90, no, 92 7, though, eh? Handling errors. Shocking. I just think, I mean, that, okay, we can look at this as New Zealand supporters, and say, oh, you know, England didn't play very well. What concerns me is they won't do that again. No, they won't. So, no. you know, they've got that out of their system. Yeah. They've got the rust. They're blowing the rust. They're blowing the cobwebs away. And, you know, they'll, Eddie would have given them an absolute bollocking. Well, did you and, see Did you see him week, on the TV? No. He was slamming down was things on the table. I'm not surprised, though. Yeah, I'm neither right. They, they, for me, they played really poorly. Yeah. In fact, it's the worst I've seen England play for quite a number of years. They were they were four lucky. Year, four years, mate. They were lucky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you. Uh, they were lucky they weren't playing a decent side because yes. if they were playing a decent side, if they were playing France, and the way that France played against Argentina would have been a different story. Yeah, I mean, the other way to look at it is: Are France ever going to play like that again? Yes. <laughs> yes. yes come on, France. <laughs> no, not so much. <laughs> no. <laughs> not, do it now, but not later. <laughs> Play really well now, but in that semi-final, if we make no. it against us, <laughs> have a shocker. 
always remember with France, remember when uh, we were playing for the third and fourth playoff many years ago and we absolutely pummeled them by 60 points. That'd be great in the semis. But the big match is coming up. Let me just zoom in on this. Probably the biggest, well, there's two big matches coming up on Saturday, the 28th of September, is Japan versus Ireland. That'll be a good one. That'll be a good game. Well, I hope it's a better game than Scotland. And then the biggest game is Australia versus Wales. That is huge. What when's that? When is that? That is on the 29th on Sunday. Is that Sunday? Sunday. What time? It is for this is local time to us. Yep. Is eight forty five in the morning. Excellent. Perfect. Who's on duty? <laughs> you are. No, no none of us are. Yes. <laughs> uh, there's also another game on the Monday, which is I think going to be a good game, which is Scotland versus Samoa. Yeah, I think hey, that'll that be a good game. Be a very good game. Might give the Samoans some a real a real go. Yeah, at, at the Scottish team, who you know are shaky, and they've lost one of their best forwards as well. Yes. Is it Watson? Yeah, I think it was a loose forward. Was it? Yeah, loose, loose forward. forward yeah. yeah. Okay, let's go Japan Ireland. What are your predictions for this one, Tobes? Uh, Ireland are going to do pretty well. well. That's not a prediction, mate. That's just. just hang, have, <laughs> sorry, yeah, okay, that, that's very rude of you. Can you let me finish, please? <laughs> sorry, I think Ireland, if they played the way that they did uh, against Scotland, and if Japan played the way that they did against Russia, which wasn't that good yeah I think Ireland will put 20 points on them would you say that that's a good result for Japan 20 points no what would you say is a good result a for Japan? good result for Japan would be two scores within two scores would within be two scores nice one I would say within one <coughs> score would be a good result for Japan and I'm gonna say I think you're right though I think that I think Ireland will beat them by 20 yeah in fact, I kind Would of say that go... relatively confidently. Yes. Yeah. Australia-Wales. I would like to see Australia win. I think Australia will win this game. Yes. And this is what goes down to the simple fact that I think they're going to win the group. They've had a little bit of a shaky game against Fiji. If Fiji really turn up against Wales, it could be interesting. Yes. I would like to see Wales win. Actually, because it would massively make that group super exciting moving forward if everyone's coming. No, but you say if if Australia win, then it's... Is this Wales' first game? No, this they... Is, they, they no, beat, they had Georgia. Yeah, they had Georgia, played well yeah. against Georgia. Yeah. You know, it, it, I'd like to see Australia win. And I think Australia will win by... I think they'll win by 10 points. Yeah, it's going to be tight, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's going to be within... I think it's going to be within seven. Yeah. It's going to be within seven. They're going to, you know, anyone could win with the last play of the yeah. game type thing. And then Scotland versus Samoa. What, what are you pinning on here? I think this is going to be a massive game. It's going to be a draw. It's not going to be a draw. It's going to be a draw. I'm going to go for Scotland. Okay. Scotland by, by seven. I think Scotland, but... A little bit like Fiji versus Australia, it's going to come down to the last 20 minutes. Do you like how I chucked that in there? To back up my earlier point that it was really a bit closer than you were making out. (laughs) (laughs) So those are the games. Those are the big games before our next podcast. There's obviously lots of other games going on, but those are the big ones. Biggest game of the three. Can I... 
Can I? Uh, uh, the Australia Wales game is probably the biggest one. Okay, go on. You're going to say something. I was going to say something. Um, going back to the New Zealand um, game against South uh, Africa. South Africa. Yeah. 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 The, uh, on the Rugby World Cup app. Great app. Great app. Great I app. introduced you to that. You did, yeah. yeah. So there is like a game prediction. Oh, so yeah. So it's yeah. like, you know, you, 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 can you, I, can you I just, predict. No, can no, I just let stop me finish. Everyone. No, no, can no I, can you're I, interrupting <laughs> me again. This has bored it's me to really tears, everyone. So I really hope it's not going to bore you to tears. But go on, Tobes. Bore all our listeners to tears. Hello. It's Toby Harris speaking. <laughs> no, um, so you can you can predict... Uh, obviously, the score, and you get to choose the score line. <laughs> Be quiet, and uh, and then you can pick the try score as well. And I picked, <laughs> yeah, you I picked New Zealand to win by ten, yeah, and George Bridge to score first. And you and were absolutely happened. bang on, yeah, yeah. Which well, I was quite happy with. Well done, cool, one game it? out of however many, you know. Hey, you, know you know the saying. Now, you know the saying. Every dog has his day. <laughs> anyway, up next. No, I don't like your attitude. <laughs> I can smell it. It's revolting. Up next, though, mate, we're going to talk about who... No, who? what's your biggest game? Of oh, biggest game for me. I think I've just got a funny feeling about about the Samoan-Scotland game is going to be an absolute rip-snorter. It'll be a humding away. I think ov- the obvious, the, probably the biggest waiting is the Australian yeah. game against Wales, but I think the probably is biggest... Is it, though? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. No, Scotland, I don't think it yeah, is. Yeah, 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 because if, if, if Wales and... Australia, if one of them lose, it's not going to matter because they're both going to top the pool, aren't they? Or they're both going to get not first if one second. of them gets beaten by Fiji. It's not going to happen. Well, though, is let's it? say Wales lose and then Fiji beat yes. Wales. But the thing is, is that with the Samoa Scotland game, Scotland's already lost one, and if they lose to Samoa, yeah, that's huge. It is huge. You're right. They're in a very, you're right. you're very right. sticky patch. You're right. And, you know, Japan have the potential as well, don't they? They do. I just so it, yeah. it, it, that would blow that pool right open. It would. Up next, anyway, mate, we're going to talk about our biggest disappointment so far. You. So your three contenders, apart from me, Toby, is Scotland versus Ireland, Fiji missing out against Australia, or the England Tongan match. Well, for a start, you just brushed over my comment about you being the biggest disappointment. <laughs> um, for good reason. <laughs> I think the biggest disappointment. Uh, was the England match? What, what? Why? I, they just going into it, England, especially the English English media were like, bang, going to smash them. You know, got, we've got a great team, all that sort of thing. Granted, they did smash them, but they didn't the, smash them, though, did they? Well, no, not what they should have smashed them by. No, but the thing is, is that. The players who were playing, fantastic starting lineup, nothing. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. Uh, for me, it, it, yeah, you're right, Bethany. I mean, I think every team's going to have a, a game like that in them. <clears throat> Scotland have definitely, I think for them to have their poor, poor game against Ireland was, was shocking. But I was loving the Fijians. I was loving, I was right there with them. They played some great rugby. I think they were unlucky. They were unlucky, but it was kind of inevitable when yeah. they when they got that early lead. I always think with with a team that's going to win out of nowhere, they always come from behind. You know, they're always like twenty points down. Everyone's almost given up hope, and then boom, they come out from nowhere. And the team that is winning 
yeah, kind of falls apart exactly. under the pressure. And yeah. when they got a little lead and then it became, it was always one of those that the, probably the more experienced team was going to be able to c- control. It is an 80 minute game, isn't it? So that for me was the biggest disappointment. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Next question for you is, does rugby have a problem with drugs? And that question came from Bob Taylor from New Zealand, somewhere in New Zealand, mate. Does rugby have a problem with drugs? Uh, honestly, <clears throat> I, I don't really know. <laughs> but the thing is, is that um, South Africa have been pinged, haven't they? Their winger got pinged. Yeah, but also their kids at school, mate. Oh, really? Their kids at school are getting pinged. Oh, in, in wow. South Africa. I think we do. I'm not saying it's a big wow. problem at the moment, but it's money. It comes down to money, right? As soon as you, as soon as you have money involved in sport, then they're looking for every little element. Yeah. And you think if you're a high school kid and you're trying to break through into that senior rugby tier, yeah, you know, start getting paid. You need to be big. You need to be big. You you definitely need to be big. And one way to get big, especially when you're not getting tested as much as you know the pro pro especially athletes. Especially if you can't get big just on food or <laughs> food protein or something <laughs> like that, you know, like. Yeah. You need to be putting something else in. So I'm going to give you some examples of how rugby has turned truly professional. Things that you might not know. So I won't know. I won't know. <laughs> an example of this is, so you know when teams are traveling overseas? Yes. Often these professional teams now are completely changing the team's day before they leave to be in the new time zone. Uh, yeah, so they're really, eating yeah. breakfast at like six o'clock in the morning. Yeah. You know. Um, it's six o'clock in the morning. Sorry. The Are six you okay? Six o'clock at night. Yeah. They're completely changing their, changing their sleeping patterns. Yeah. So they're trying to get, they're going to that much detail about how to get those, that extra, you know, 0.1 of a percent out of the athletes. Yeah. It's only a matter of time before potentially coaches uh trying to get ahead of the game and but all like but like athletics like athletics yeah like athle- exactly like athletics. yeah you know you got you're one step ahead of the the drug guys yeah aren't you and that's yeah i mean the the testers are one step behind yeah you know it's only when they kind of catch up that the the athlete i mean there is lots of there's lots of supplements yeah that professional athletes will use now that will be banned later you know, so they're currently using stuff that will be banned yeah. in the future. Yeah, I Because it will be proven to give them an but unfair advantage. But then let's advantage. say uh, an athlete has done that and they're coming towards the end of their career and they get pulled up on that. I think that, you know, you look at it and you say, if you're in playing for Wasps or yeah. you're playing for the Crusaders or you're playing for the All Blacks or England or whatever, you've got good advice around you. Yes. I think the people that get picked up on it are the ones that don't have good advice. So those people that don't have good advice are taking stuff that they will get pinged for, whereas people that do have good advice are taking stuff that they won't get pinged for. Yeah, cunning, eh? Yeah, got to be cunning. So I do think there's a there's a massive drugs problem. I didn't know there was that going in, on in South Africa. In professional sport, yeah. You know, new, rugby's been professional for actually not really that long. No. So, it's an it's inevitable with money. With the ability to, to go that one step up the ladder, you're going to start getting money, more money. You'd be tempted, wouldn't you? Yes. You'd be tempted. 
Let's talk another question from one of our wonderful listeners, Reese Croswell. I'm not sure where Reese is from. Uh, he has done some questions before for us on the podcast. And he's asked the question that a lot of people have been asking in and around work and in and around rugby clubs throughout New Zealand and the world, which is Bowden Barrett at 15 or Bowden Barrett at 10. Either way, you've got to have him on the pitch, don't you? Of course you've got to have him on the pitch, yeah. Mwanga controlled the game so well. Crossfield kick to yeah. Sivu Reese. A little bit of a duffed kick, but I'll give it to him. Perfectly duffed. <laughs> Perfectly. Sivu <laughs> Reese is goosey. Oh, <laughs> amazing. Sivu Reese, oh. that New Zealand-born uh, winger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a Kiwi Kiwi name. Um <clears throat> Do you, do you know the interesting thing here is I, 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 I've racked my brains. I mean, I'm a big fan of Richie. I'm also a massive fan of Bowden Barrett. Yeah. I actually think Bowden Barrett suits 15 more. I think he's amazing at 10. He, he controls the game well from the back. Yeah, he does. And I think he's a lot... Like you you said uh, a good point about um, Ryan Crotty. Did I say a good point about Ryan Crotty? <clears throat> you did. I can bring it up soon. But <laughs> I think Bowden Barrett is a talker. Yeah. And yeah. he'll he'll defensively he'll he'll structure the you know the 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 other backs. And I think I think in both, probably he's even better in attack. Yes, talking oh, and, and yeah. attack. The interesting thing for me is is you look at the teams that try and play attractive rugby. Now Scotland try and play attractive rugby. Yeah, it didn't work. They didn't work, but they have a double pivot as well. Yes, fifteen and ten. Yeah. Okay, possibly. A very good double pivot that should have made hay with the sun yeah. shine, but it didn't. Does, does France have a double pivot? France? I didn't really pay much attention to that. No, neither did I, to be honest. I'll have to have a, a little look. But definitely yeah. Japan, definitely have a double pivot. England. Okay, now some might say England don't try and play. I think they do try. I think they are, especially with Ford in there. Yeah. They've got Ford, Farrell, and their 15, their fullback, Daly. Triple pivot, mate. They're, they're, all good they're, they're one ahead of us. <laughs> so those are the teams that try and play that attractive style of rugby. And you could even argue that South Africa have a double pivot as well with Pollard, yeah, Pollard and, and Willie LaRue. Willie LaRue. Mm. So do South Africa try and play an attractive style of rugby? Not really. Not as much. Not as much. So I think they we can do. I think we have to. Yeah. I think we'd be. I think you've got to have Richie Mwanga at ten. But then, who's your first five cover if one of them gets hurt? Well, that that's their biggest problem, you know. And the biggest problem is, well, let's you, say you Bowden, go Bowden Barrett, Barrett. Yeah, you go Bowden Barrett, and you go, you go Smith at the back. Yeah, you would. Yeah, but then you lose your double pivot. Yes, because he's been proven not to be able to act in that role. Um, Izzy Izzy Dag did that beautifully. Yeah, the double pivot. People think that we've been. People think this is new for New Zealand. This, this is not new. They've been doing this for years, yeah. but it's with the real quick defence that you actually end up needing two fly halves almost. Yes, playing Damien McKenzie would have been fantastic oh, in that area, him and then you wouldn't have needed to have Richie in there. Wow, that would have, imagine him on the bench, eh? The excitement machine. You got to make do, though, don't you? Got to make do with what you got. So I'm going to say he has to play at fifteen. Yeah, I agree. He has to play at fifteen. Yeah, I think the more of the key actually is for New Zealanders, can they break down teams not off turnover ball? And that's the reason why. You look at you look at how they're selecting their team. They're going double pivot, but they're also going 
loads of loose forwards playing yeah. in their pack. They've they've seated to their props. I mean, they 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 dropped, you know, their best know. scrummager, yeah, for the sake of you can't pass the ball. Yeah. Oh, and Franks. Fair enough, though. They'd warned him. Yeah. They've been saying all season, but it was pretty brutal, isn't it? Yeah. Again, professional sport, an example of professional sport. That wouldn't happen years ago. No. So, Reese, I'm going to say, unfortunately, uh, Bowden Barrett has to go at 15. Next up, and last question we're going to cover today in the podcast is the World Rugby, Not this is not a question, it's a statement. World Rugby have come out and actually publicly said that their referees have been yes, useless. Yes, I, I did read that, yeah. <laughs> Which is the first time they've ever done that. Now, publicly, they've criticised a referee yeah. in the past, but this is the first time that they've actually criticised all of their referees. Yeah. <laughs> but it's true, isn't it? You go, Reese Hodge... Direct. I mean, I feel sorry for Reese Hodge. That is a mistake. Yeah. He hasn't done that on but purpose. But it's not the point. But it is direct <laughs> contact to the head with force. Yeah. Louis Pickamiles was blatantly offside in the French game. Oh, yeah. And then the South African offside, which then led... I know. It did lead to a to, try, To their it? first try or yeah. their only try. Why? Why are they having a shocker? But it's not... It, it's not the main... It's not always the main referee. The touch judges need to be held accountable as well. You know, those offsides should have been picked up. Oh, mate. I mean... It, from, for, the, from the flagsman. It is. The, the, the seeing the touchies have, having a shocker. But also the video referee. The video referee stopping the game at times. Yeah. Giving the, the on-field referees absolute rubbish to look at. Yeah. You know, if they've stopped the game, they think that some of the stuff... Is just is worthy of stopping the game, and some of it is absolute tripe. And then yeah. the stuff that does need to be stopped, just play on, just play on. Yeah, don't worry about it, lads. I made a couple of mistakes. I'll make a few more. Yeah, I think it's the the TV officials' big problem. Chuck it back to the players. I'm going back to my my statement. Yeah, you, yeah, you did. Chuck it back to the players. Well. Just give the players reviews. Give the captain of each team reviews for each half. Yeah. And if they've got a problem with something. They should say, let's review it. Yeah. If they think he's offside, review it. If they think it's direct contact to the heap of force, review it. Yeah. If they think it's a try and it hasn't been given as a try, then they review it. The re- the umpires, the referees, the umpires, they've got to make decisions on the pitch. Yeah. And they always make mistakes. It's one of the hardest games to referee. You yeah, make, get yeah. two referees. One referee doing one half, another in referee doing... Yeah. Yeah. You've got to keep up with the game. They go defensively and attack, don't they? Absolutely. You've got to change it because the laws of the game, because all referees will say it's not rules, it's laws, Yeah, are very difficult to follow. Well, they are. And it's a long game. What happens when you get knackered? When you make you, mistakes. You make mistakes yeah. mentally, don't you? You stop communicating. So for that's for players, let alone referees who are running around there chasing after that ball all day long. They are, yeah. All day long. And we, you know, yeah, I think... you. You need to very quickly look at it because it needs looking at. There's been too many mistakes made. But anyway, mate, that is the end of this week's podcast. I'm glad because I'm <clears throat> sick of hearing your voice. <laughs> we need our listeners' help, We need though. questions. We need questions. We need your support on YouTube. Yes. We definitely need your support on the old, old potty. So go and tell your friends about us. Go and give them friends, a... Friends, family. Give them an early Christmas boyfriends, present. Boyfriends, girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> Tell anyone. Yes. Your worst enemies. Hey, early Christmas present. Early Christmas Could present. give them a signed T-shirt. You, what could they could throw do that one away. is a card. A oh. card just was saying, you need to listen to these Muppets. Yes. 
you you have to <laughs> if you want to send us an email a question it's super rugby podcast at gmail.com our twitter feed is at super rugby pod and our facebook is what <laughs> uh the super rugby podcast there you go so all of those and uh i think please also feel free to send us stuff yes. if you'd like to send us something just drop Anything. us a line a local rugby club jersey, a pair of socks. Yeah, tickets to the final of the World Cup with flights and, 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 yeah, and, uh, and accommodation. <laughs> I mean, we'll come with you. But anyway, that yes. is us done for a week. Another good week. I've got a new th- theme to play us out. Is it, is it going to work? I hope so. Here we go. Anyway, all Ciao. the best. See you next week. Podcast Network.